Travis Kelsey didn't play. Chris Jones played a lot. And now we're getting Tyreek Hill's return to Arrowhead, just like the NFL thought they were going to export to Germany. No, sorry. It's coming to Arrowhead. And Sunday, that was in the strange one. Looking ahead to Saturday night, I think we're going to be talking about a couple of weird games. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Only Weird Games, formerly known as Time's Ours. Right off the top here on Only Weird Games, Joshua Briscoe, Seth Kaiser, and Nate Taylor. Before we get into any hijinks or shenanigans, I wanted to let you know that if you're looking for a great place to watch the Wild Card game, you can do that with KCSN at the Wild Card Watch Party, Dolphins, Chiefs, Saturday night at Holiday Distillery in Weston, Missouri. Check it out across the KCSN socials. You can click for more information there. And then RSVP. I don't want you just showing up. RSVP, limited spots available. Make sure you get all that locked in across the KC Sports Network socials. Fellas, right now I can look out my window and I see, as it has been happening for most of the day, some mm-hmm. thick, with two C's, some thick snowflakes, which was actually one of the names for this show at one point. We were going to, we thought about calling it Three, three Thick Snowflakes, uh, but we went with this instead. I am seeing snow falling. There is snow stuck to the ground. It is frigid. And Seth, you're in a hoodie, so I imagine you must be pretty bitterly cold right now. Well, it was actually a pretty rough morning as we were um, bringing the golf cart around the island. I had to throw on a sweatshirt because it was in the mid-60s. And that really bummed me out. Um, And so that's right, people. I am in Florida. The vibes are entirely different. See that there? What's that on the bed? That That is my bag. And that, oh, a buy drink. Thanks, man. Um, just so you are prepared. You know, Josh, I didn't tell you this about me. Are we going to know we, those. Are we, are, are, Do I get to ask a question that that, that needs to be asked? Uh huh. Look, Seth, did, whether, didn't your mother teach you how to make your bed? What the, what the hell, man? You know, be professional. Vac- you know what? Normal Seth makes beds. Vacation Seth, you guys are lucky I'm wearing a shirt. And I mean that. You really <laughs> are. Right. Everyone, everyone's happy about that. <laughs> this vacation, Seth, is Don't worry, is I didn't I didn't make my I didn't make my bed this morning either. I did I did not make my bed from and Andy Sunny from Sunny <laughs> Marina Del Rey. Yeah. <laughs> I I hear so so Nate, now you so you just went from great weather. Yes. To yeah, yesterday I was sitting on the beach in seventy four and sunny, just letting the waves. I mean, the water was a little chilly, you know, because it's January. Just a little. Although here's the thing, I'm from Minnesota, so like there is no lake in Minnesota that gets above like you know fifty degrees throughout the summer. Like it could be mid August and it's ninety five degrees out. You get in that lake, and you are a popsicle, and that's just fine. That's what we accept. So all these Floridians, Floridians who have been great and wonderful, they're watching my kids get in the water. They're watching me wade in the water, not get in the water too far because I'm not insane and sharks are real. But Mm. they're just like, oh, isn't that water too cold? I'm like, look, I don't know. I don't want to be a weather snob, but no, this water is not too cold. It's delightful. Except again today, you know, mid 60s, the sun did just come out, though, and uh, 
you know, it life is good. All so I I just I gotta be honest, I hear you guys might actually hit the big zero degree. Oh yeah. On oh, 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 that just oh, so yes. you guys know, as the resident weather expert, uh or cold expert really. Although now that I'm in Florida, I feel like I'm an expert on all weathers, really. Um it doesn't take much for me to think I'm an expert on things. Mm. I can tell you guys zero is when you hit that point. Even Minnesotans won't make fun of you for saying how cold it is when it's zero. Because zero hits different. Uh-huh. So many people say things like, wow, well, you know, once you're once you're from the I am not on the toilet, people. Look, several people like, don't show it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Chiefs fans have done enough of that this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. This I am not, you know, yeah, I probably won't. Although I could I could take a Somebody asked if you went left. to Bass Pro last week. Have you been to a Bass Pro shop recently? I have not been a, in a Bass Pro recently. I, I have no intention of turning into the Chiefs Florida man. I feel like we've got enough of that kind of behavior going on. In case anyone's <laughs> wondering, I was telling Josh this before we started recording, in case anyone's wondering if I am indeed in a VRBO, the artwork confirms it. <laughs> because you will never find this picture anywhere but it's but. VRBO. Now, that is it. They must like mass produce these somewhere. But the, anyway. The, the playoff presenting sponsor, Burbo. Yeah, is it really? really is it. <laughs> no, I have no idea. No, I'm saying I'm saying only weird games, postseason edition, brought to you by Verbo, who did not who did not ask for this um, endorsement, but yet here we are on Peacock. <laughs> and Seth's doing the Seth's doing the reverse uh, yeehaw where he's going, yeah, VRBO, and I'll be like, I think it's just Verbo. I Verbo? Just say Verbo, Verbo? Yeah, but it's Verbo okay. Does, Verbo does not roll off the tongue well. There's that a here, here where I'm at. B&B's arch rival. Oh. VRBO. So there's, there's a <laughs> restaurant here on the island called Grub, but they have a small G and then a capital R mm-hmm. and then a small UB. And so we're driving by it, and it was just me and Jazz, and I went, G-Rub. And she looks at me. What do you think that place is called? I said, well, Giro. Giro. Yeah, and I said it with a lot less sauce than I did the first time. I was feeling pretty good. I'm on vacation. I was on like my eighth buy drink, so you know my head was like, woo, you know. Everybody know that G everybody everybody know we don't have to capitalize a G anymore. See a G, all right? And he yeah. needs Giro. I mean, they should really put a hyphen, but who cares? I had a lot of caffeine. I was Baptist drunk. So that's G-reg, funny. G reg with the what? The third the G rub. Every now and then, uh, gonna go to the G rub. What? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I had In and Out Burger because, of course, nice. Um, and then yeah, and then I had to pack my bags. And um, well, welcome to the playoffs, the coldest week of the season, literally. Uh, I had to come back for it. Now the Dolphins are gonna have to get here when it when it is flirting with zero, which mm-hmm. would be. Noteworthy, as people have mentioned. Yeah. So, you know, um, this is a beautiful part of the country. You could see palm trees and then a few hours later uh, not see palm trees. So <laughs> it's uh, it's a great it's a great part of uh, of our lovely USA. I uh, I think for everything um, that I was able to do over the weekend, which was anything but watch meaningless football. It's quite the trade-off, um, and you know a lot of guys on the team, of course, weren't aware of who they were going to play by the time they left SoFi Stadium. They were not even aware of the forecast, really, because of course you don't know if you're playing Saturday, Sunday, Monday. 
Um, so they did it to us, guys. They peacocked That's us. That's their day night. They they, they peacocked pe- us. They peacocked us. They pee freaking cocked us. And I cannot believe Peacock said, I, by the way, the, we, we at The Athletic, we have reported this. I want to be accurate as possible about how peacocked we are being peacocked. How peacocked? Peacock paid an estimate of $110 million <laughs> to air the first ever exclusive live stream NFL playoff game. And I'm sorry, that's supposed to be Browns, Texans. Right. Everybody knew Peacock and the Browns were tied to one another. That was the arranged marriage we had decided before week 18 began. Because we already knew Cleveland was going to be the five seed. We already knew they were going to play the AFC South winner. I mean... They absolutely peacocked us. I think the Chiefs aren't thrilled with this development. I think the Chiefs wanted, the Chiefs preferred to play on on Sunday. They wanted a full week to prepare for obvious reasons. And then Peacock said, nah, you got Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Andy Reid. Y'all to defend the Super Bowl champions? Yeah, this is the first time we're going to pull the Peacock card. And I just can't. <laughs> I just can't believe it happened. We got peacocked, guys. If there's anything that I want you to learn from this episode of Only Weird Games, it's not Paramount Plus. It's not HBO Max. It's not Netflix or Apple TV. They don't have peacock, but they <laughs> peacocked me anyway. Honestly, okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna step in and stand up for Peacock. Not even Toby! Toby deserves this game. Not Peacock. I mean I think the NFL would say there's 110 million reasons why we think Peacock earned this. <laughs> I I have Peacock, and let me just tell you. Okay. There, wow, you're the lot, first person I know. There's, there's a lot in the chat. I, I when I first started it, <laughs> I was just like, oh, well, all they're going to have on here is like, what? I'm going to watch The Office over and over and over again? Sure. It's got a lot of good shows on it. I It's got Psych. It's got Scrubs. It's got Modern Family. It's got Suits. It's got a God, ton it of, like right up re- your alley. Jeez. It's got it's got a lot of I got peacock for Hallmark. <laughs> thanks, I thanks, just, Ice Pyro. I just it, it honestly isn't bad. It, it it has a ton of shows on it that are very rewatchable. It's got all the psych movies. Uh, it's got okay, New Girl. It's got I'm not, it's got a bunch of John Wick movies. There's a lot of John Wick movies. On a side note. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. So uh, apparently, I uh, I uh, that that's that you could take that from me, Seth Kaiser, <laughs> sponsored by Buy Drinks and Peacock. And by sponsored, he means keep hoping that one of them will send him an email, maybe just like a free case or a buff. Listening, my and all all the Kelsey brothers have to do is randomly mention something, and I that's have been plugging away at this for years. And I can't think of a single viable difference between myself and them. Um. So, will my parents-in-law get Peacock between now and Saturday <laughs> night? That's the question. That is one of the most pressing questions ahead of Chiefs-Dolphins. Um, 
Now, look, uh, this is the price of being the Super Bowl champs, of enjoying the spoils of victory. Um, I think Peacock wanted a game that was going to be um, memorable for its entry into uh, the postseason uh, foyer. Um, they're going to get a frigid um, Arrowhead Stadium with Tyreek Hill in his return. And guys, I don't say this often, and I know we got to talk a little bit about Chiefs Chargers. Um, was there a game yesterday? There, there's. So I thought it was just Chris Jones playing one out of eleven, and he was actually playing like the Price is Right, like some like isn't that like a hellscape mm-hmm. Price is Right? You get one point two five million dollars if you tackle that professional athlete while these ten other professional athletes try to stop you. I never watched Squid Game, but is that how Squid Game works? I think it does. Yep. Oh man, Squid! Oh man, get go on that emotional roller coaster ride, my friend. Ooh. I have Chiefs football. I don't need more emotional roller coaster rides. <laughs> but that, that's that. That I, yes. I'm sorry, Nate. I interrupted you. No, I I watched like the first like half hour of the game. Then I was like, man, it is sunny and seventy out. I'm gonna go outside because apparently it's like it's like negative something and snowing back home. Mm-hmm. And so I, but like I was watching Chris Jones, and I was like, so this is what it would look like if Spags before a game was like, hey, Chris, I'm not going to really call anything related to you. And don't even, you know, about that whole, you know, rush lanes in case they run the ball. No, baby. Forget all that, buddy. You just go get that 1.25 mil and just get after it. That's what it would look like. It's a great counter argument to people who say that, you know, Chris Jones has been freelancing his entire career. Correct. I know right. that's yes. not true because yes. that's what it looks like when he does. He had what he had one statistic, Josh. One statistic. His one statistic was the only statistic he needed. One tackle, <laughs> one sack, deuces. <laughs> there are several parts of that that I do think are interesting to say the least. Um, and then just, you know, a little bit of evidence that flat bullying still has a place in our society, which I also really enjoy. Um, but Nate, what was the, what was the vibe like there, uh, as you made the trip to LA to watch Travis Kelsey get ruled out about 15 minutes before inactives came out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, then you watched Chris Jones play three quarters of football, just in those specific, those two storylines, what was the trip like for you? Should I paint the picture, gentlemen, of what I texted you all yesterday? that I hope no one has repeated uh, because uh, I had to do it in real time because of the circumstances. So should we start there? Yeah. Okay, guys. It is a meaningless football game. You know it? I know it. Uh, The Athletic advised me to travel to the game a couple weeks ago because you never know. Week 18 might matter. Maybe they have a chance to get the two seed. Maybe they're still trying to wrap up the division. Um, Okay. Okay. What am I going to watch this game for? Uh, The biggest thing heading into the game, which I said on the last episode, and I believe I was accurate. And and at the time I said it on Thursday, that Travis Kelsey was going to play Um, or that he was, he was, it was highly likely that he was going to play. Uh, Several guys in the locker room wanted that to happen and pretty much said it to me without, like, definitively saying it. So you wake up and you go, okay, 
above anything else, will Travis Kelsey get 16 yards? That's why we're here. Obviously, the Chris Jones storyline is somewhat interesting, but look, he might not. He he might not. He might just play a quarter. Like it, it, you know, it might not have the same drama that ultimately occurred. So the game's over. The Chiefs win. Um, Harrison Buck. Shout out Blaine Blaine Gabbert. Yep. Shout out Blaine Gabbert. Shout out Harrison Bucker. Professional football players. Don't matter. Shout out Blaine Gabbert. Seth says he really did. Florida version of Blaine Gabbert. So uh, we're just outside the locker room. Um, you know, Clark Hunt's there. Uh, his wife is there, Tavia, the, the kids. Um, you know, there's there's a little bit more of a of a of a hustle and bustle atmosphere to it. You know, uh, the Chiefs are still trying to figure out like, is Blaine Gabbert going to talk at the podium? Is he going to talk at his locker? Uh, they told us he was going to talk at the podium, and Josh, you know, he never got there. So, I was going to ask, I never saw that man hit a podium, and it really made the post game kind of a high-wire act. Hey, man, you had a gate-winning drive in the fourth quarter. You don't want to be at the podium? Nope, he doesn't want to be at the podium. Okay, I, I guess that's his prerogative. Cool. Um, You know, uh, is Chris Jones going to, like, talk in front of cameras? No, Chris Jones wants to be in the corner of the locker room. Um, Will I see Patrick Mahomes? Weirdly, I did. I saw him in the locker room for, like, a minute. But before they opened the door, before they gave access to reporters, uh, the door opened, and it was two individuals. The first man was Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And I said, oh, hello, Clyde. And then out came Travis Kelsey. And of course, as a reporter, you're like, well, I thought we were going to ask this man why he didn't play today. What it means to him that his illustrious NFL record streak of seven consecutive seasons with a thousand yards. What that means to him? Like, nothing, baby. Nothing. He's not going to be in there. Okay, I guess he celebrated with the guys. Didn't have to shower? Wants to get on the team bus sooner rather than later? Okay. Was that, Were there any events in Los Angeles? There was. Another way to. I think it's... um. I think it's the silver sphere. I think it's. I think that's the best she's looked since this has been a thing. She looked incredible. Um, but yeah, uh, now uh, what I can tell you, Seth, is that he definitely went back on the team flight. Um, but Travis Kelsey walks by us, and you know this is obviously very informal. And I, you know, we just say, hey. What up, Travis? He says, how y'all doing? And we go, uh, great. How are you? Where are you going? Why are you leaving since? <laughs> I didn't ask those questions. Um, I'm opening my phone so that I can directly quote exactly what this man said because I did not have, uh, I did not have a recording device out. This was just said to us in passing. Me, Adam Teicher from ESPN, uh, Jesse Newell, and uh, Sammy Dell, the Kansas City star. Um, you know, we're all, we're all wondering, like, can, can we stop him? Is that okay? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> like physically? Yeah. Oh, like, I, I, like, are like, you the Raiders defense? Kind of. I was like, <laughs> do I shade to the right and try to out leverage yeah. Travis was, Kelsey leaving the locker room before Maddie, we're actually talking to anybody? Uh, Matty D with you? He's a big dude. Like, he just like, hey, hang on. Yeah. Lots, 
Yeah, like I'm late there. Am I am I playing press and and Jesse Newell's playing deep safety? Like, what are we what are we doing here? Um, and so of course, as we're passing, kind of like the um episode in Seinfeld where who was who was the professional baseball player for the Mets? Somebody help me out. I don't remember, man. That's a Seth question. Was it Mike Piazza? I don't know if it was Mike. It, it was the wasn't it the like the spit incident or yes, something? Where yes. He yells at him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Mike Piazza. So it's it's just it's the same exact thing. He's going one way, we're going the other way. Oh, he does not. You know, there is no spit incident. Praise the Lord. Uh, but he says, "Quote, what? unprompted, by the way, unprompted." Keith Hernandez, thank you. Keith Hernandez, thank yeah. you. Holy smokes. Man, I'm I'm, I'm a I'm a youngin. Uh, but yes, thank you guys. Uh, so in his most Keith Hernandez, mostly like comedic, not um. There's no venom with this. Uh, this is clearly like I know that you know that we're we're all inside the bit here. It says quote, just trying to not be washed. That's like, that is like me right before I'm about to play like ping pong with my kids and I need to stretch. <laughs> and Jazz walks by and she's like, why are you still stretching? You're just going to play ping pong with the kids. I'm like, I'm just trying to not be washed. Just, they're getting so much bigger. I got to like try and stuff. Just try not to be washed. That's a great answer. That is a man who is coming to grips with his own mortality. Um, And, and clearly... Clearly, though, some things have been said by perhaps me. Um, so <laughs> this is what I was wondering is, was this directed to you? You never called him washed, right? Something I would not have allowed. No, that. no, no, no. I, I didn't. I didn't say he was washed. I never said he was washed. I just said that. Um, if 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 we need to uh, have a quick context uh, sermon, is this going to be the thing that keeps you from writing the Travis Kelsey book? You think that last social video, this no. plot's halt? No, no. Um, of course, I am. I am up for nomination if if uh, if that that's going to be asked. Uh, I'm not sure when that's going to occur. I would. Uh, sure. I, I you know, I, I hope that I am considered for, I guess, a, a Travis Kelsey book. Um, <laughs> obviously, I'm going to need Taylor Swift on the record uh, if I agree to this. Um, <laughs> you know, once the kids and everything else happens, uh, obviously, I'm projecting ahead. Yeah, right. Um, Dave Marriott sort of situation. Yeah, and you know, after the Hall of Fame ceremony and sure, yeah, all that. Uh, he looks tired. Is what Nate said. I did. I said he looks tired. Um, now you can equate that to Wash, and maybe Travis Kelsey equated that to Wash. But oh, man, if that equates to Wash, I've been washed since I was <laughs> for a like long nine. time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, I'm just I'm just trying not to be washed. Is uh, or just trying to not be washed is uh is an excellent is an excellent uh just message across to me and again this is a this is this is what i can bring you guys the inside um insight between the interpersonal relationships that you know reporters have with obviously athletes um so of course we did not get to ask him why he didn't play uh that was left up to andy reed which i can read that quote uh which some people find to be you know uh, manufactured. Um, but the the best part was he says it. He knows it's gonna take like a second or two for me to like realize it, or for us as a group to realize exactly what he said. And again, I have to now 
craning my neck in the other direction as he keeps walking. And there's the biggest smile on his face. Just the biggest smile on Travis Kelsey's faces. It's probably the best he's felt on a Sunday afternoon in <laughs> weeks. Where he's just like, because I, 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 I don't, I know we got to take a break soon, so I won't pontificate too much. I would have loved to see Kelsey play because he is someone who's going to be, already is, in the GOAT arguments for his position. Mm-hmm. I think, depending on how many years he has left in him, I think there's a chance he could end up in in top 10 pass catchers of all time conversations. Mm-hmm. I think he belongs there already. But you know what makes those conversations really easy? Is really simple statistics. Things like 1,000 yards, 8 years in a row, yeah. 17 other dudes have done it. And then gives him an outside shot at 9 yep. next year, which only mm-hmm. 7 people have done. It, it's a cool thing. But honestly, I mean, it makes... I'm sure, I mean, I think we saw extensively from Andy that if a player's like, no, I really need to play coach, he's like, sure, why not? <laughs> go out there and go nuts, buddy. Like, and I mean, I'm sure, I know it was an Andy choice, but I, I'm pretty sure Travis woke up on Sunday morning and was like, man, I'm still kind of sore from last week. Maybe I need a week off. And he looked happy on the sideline. Like he, and, and actually even Mahomes, who we, Look, hey, hey, look, we said Mahomes looks tired, too. Like, yeah, more like sick and tired in his case. Like, he like Correct. looks exasperated. He's, he's the one we said. He's got the universe, dad at Universal Studios energy where he's like, <laughs> these ungrateful kids and all that. But I just, it was nice seeing them look relaxed for a change on a Sunday. So I, I get it. Yeah. But man, man. Yeah, so I, I had I had to take out my phone and immediately text the guys so that I would just make sure that like I remembered exactly the quote said to me because again we just was not a formal interview of any kind just a just a quick uh interaction a quick exchange and uh yeah um Travis Kelsey continues to to provide content to this show that I bring to you because I can't really write that in the athletic or I think it's not I think it's I think it's for us our audience um, but it's yeah, a conversation for, topic. It's a yeah. to kick off a conversation discussion about as opposed to being Thank you. printed. Yes. Um, before we get to Chris Jones, uh, while we're on the topic of uh, getting that money, uh, Super Chats during the live show on the video feeds go to benefit the KCSN Foundation. Um, so I don't feel bad being like, if you've got something really good for us, you know, and you want to throw a few bucks to the KCSN Foundation, it'll we'll, we'll have a better chance of catching it during the stream. I don't want to like, promise we're going to see you read everything because I don't know how this is going to go. Uh, but for $3.69, Grimsum said, love to the toes, Seth. Keep up the good work. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's okay. our beat. I okay. just took a picture of myself at the beach. That's it. Yeah, what? Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, Josh, what, I'm good. what would you well, go ahead, Nate? Josh, I want to ask for the for the uh, for the break. Is it my toes? No, God, no. Um, I just want to ask for the break. Right, a little. Give me, give me like fifteen seconds on the shot clock for the break. because uh, I have something. I, I, I have to. I, we have to. I have to break some news. Okay. Uh, all right, is, Nate. You work on all of that. We don't actually have to take a break yet, Seth. So, uh, why don't you wrote about the uh, the young guys in the newsletter? B.J. Thompson, Felix Hidikiyama, Neil Farrell. Neil Farrell is Neil a Farrell. big fella. Uh, give give me one of those real quick, Seth, before we uh, let Nate break news. Sure, um, Neil Farrell. I wrote about him a little bit just because I, he wasn't dominant, but he had a couple snaps where I was like, 
Really? We didn't have a spot for that dude? That that barrel or bear sized human? Because mm-hmm. I I was like, wow, is like is Shelton back? Is Danny right. Shelton? Yeah. <laughs> and is he more and just taller too? Like that first run stuff where he just walked the center back and was like, I know you're trying to block me right now, sir, but I need to go this way. I imagine that's how he sounds. I mean, like so that was one I just basically it was basically a preseason game. So I just threw a bunch of random thoughts together and talked about him. And, and Farrell was one of the ones I was like, really? We, we just could not find snaps for that dude all season. Interesting. He also didn't play very much in this game, right? I don't think he played that much. No, no he had the fewest snaps of any defensive player who played. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to see what Dickerson can do, really. Oh, I, it no. would be nice to finally see him on tape. What about real quick? What about B.J. Thompson? B.J. Thompson. Now let's take a break. Sorry. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And Swish, hold it, hold it for the hold. The ball ain't even close to the hoop yet, but I we know it's going in, Josh. We know it. I thought Seth, oh. I, I thought Seth had me on that one. I thought felt like good I, I thought you had me. Felt good off the fingertips. Patience is shimmy, girl. Shimmy down, shimmy back on defense. Patience is the the defining trait of all the world's greatest hunters. And just <laughs> you just sat there like a lion in the African Sahara. Yeah. Just patiently waiting, not moving for hours, waiting for the wildebeest to approach. The old mm-hmm. same wildebeest. Yeah, obviously. obviously. And just doesn't move a muscle and doesn't move a muscle. And the wildebeest is, is nervous at first when it approaches the area, knowing there's lions about. But after minutes turn to hours... The wildebeest says, no, it is safe. And it's just, it's mm-hmm. the princess bride. Rodents of unusual size? I don't think they exist. <laughs> Man, that scared the crud out of me. Not Holy cow. That might have been your best scream, like, you know, the perfectly timed screams thing. That's, yeah. that might have been, the way that I consumed that for my headphones, that was, that was perfect. Um, uh, Nate, what can you tell us? Yeah, so um, big news here coming uh, down. Due to inclement weather, a redacted school district is implementing Plan B. School will be closed January 9th, 2024. Only custodial 
and O&M teams report in person. These people, they peacocked us. They peacocked the, you gave me one day, one day, and then he's back at home. One. The school district peacocked us. How dare, there is not a single bit of ice and snow on these roads. Seth is incredulous right now because he lives in Minnesota. Yeah. Like they had their winter break. This was their first day back to school. I got a parent again tomorrow. What? That was like that was they like teachers came back for one day and they were all like, Good God, God get these kids. Hey, there's snow. Hey, it's snowing. Put out that put out that information. Text text them. Text them right now. Text them right now. Text them right now. I don't want to go back here. How how dare redacted school district peacock me? How dare they? I'm really it's, sorry, man. I mean, is it gonna? I mean, honestly, Seth, we we really walked up hills with our boots entrenched in snow for miles to learn about education, to learn mathematics and logistics and linguistics and cuisines, and and this is what they do to us. I played the tuba. I didn't really play the tuba. I played the bass clarinet. I played the tenor saxophone. Started off as a cl- as a clarinet. I I I got to band practice, traveling twenty miles in the snow, because I was dedicated to getting, or my parents were dedicated to getting that. You better get that all attendance award, or something gonna happen. Um. So yeah. Um. Sorry, man. Yeah. Uh, How that's dare a bummer. They? Just imagine. Just think about this. Jazz homeschools every day. Like I every day, like I go to work and people are just like, oh man, you know, you, you just you, you work hard so that that way jazz can stay home with the kids. I'm like, no, I it's actually just a way for me to get out of the house. <laughs> More of a hobby that happens to pay, really. You know, it's like, oh, I gotta, oh, honey, I deal with that, but I gotta go. I gotta, yeah, the old the, the boss at the office, he's really riding me. Guys, can I ask you a question that I just I every once in a while I get to ask people that is occasionally. It's occasionally helpful, but doesn't to me still confusing. Sure. Who forced you guys to have kids? Well, you know, they just kept chasing us. Uh or you know, they they just Ollie kept chasing me. Well, yeah, like, you know. Just, and, and then and then obviously and what it's like to be irresistible. Yeah. <laughs> like, baby, baby. And I mean and I mean Seth was like it's a math here. Seth, Seth, I Seth, I know you're a pretty hard line evangelical, but there are ways to keep that from happening after the fact. Well well Seth is messy, okay? The goalie has no shot. You know? Thanks so... for thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> the goalie has no shot. It's okay, you know. The, uh, the, yeah. the, the goalie's just there for aesthetics. Um just the appearance of uh of uh of... Can I Tucker, can I leave? I turned off my camera if you aren't watching. <laughs> Uh, and I, I think my realize I think you're contractually amazing. obligated to host this show, so I'm gonna yeah. need you to I'm gonna need you to come back. Talk I'm about the kids. young having kids. You know, it's just it's such a sad thing for me. And Josh, Josh is gone, and now now we can really talk about the fact. Okay, that having kids genuinely rules. Oh, of course. And anyone who's listening out here who like Josh has chosen to harden their heart to the idea of having kids. Uh-huh. Let me just tell you, have a kid. Have two kids. It's, have five it's, kids. It's, it's five, five is a lot. Like, well, you would know. 
Uh, I would. <laughs> you would know. I would so. But it totally, it totally rules. And 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 who also has kids? No, no. So here, hang on. Um, what what is the thing I'm gonna say? Um, okay. So, and then when the mucus plug comes out is when you know yes. that they're gonna take the break yet or. Yeah, sure. And break. It's really the afterbirth that's Tucker. the worst part. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. <laughs> well, it's really when the umbilical cord gets involved <laughs> that you that you say, man. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our. So, you know who also has kids? Chris Jones, okay? And Chris Jones <laughs> played like he needed another check. He needed to feed those kids. Hey, I got kids to feed. He's the stick. Go down and then he said stick did that's just like okay third quarter. he was so tired of chris jones chasing him now i think what he was actually doing was trying to preserve the spot for a field goal i think because mm-hmm. he he took a dive like brett Favre, yes straight like, hand yes trying to break the sack record it's like oh is chris jones <laughs> here and barely touching me you know what this guy has been working hard all day I am going down. Having kids rules, Josh. I'm just saying. Can I? Yeah, it sounds awesome. It is a ni- it is a nightmare though. That, Can I, that yeah, the, the, the yeah. Nightmare. Well, yeah. Especially when they tell you one thing and then pull the rug out of you because it's snow. <laughs> um. So, Josh, can I can I read a direct quote of Chris Jones's apparent interaction with Easton Stick, uh, midway through his 46 snap performance yesterday? Please, Chris Jones. Quote. Uh, Chris Jones. Two Easton Stick, quote, I'm going to keep chasing your ass until I get my half, end quote. <laughs> Easton Stick to Chris Jones, quote, I know, I know, end quote. Chris Jones, back to Ethan Stick, quote, I'm going to get to your ass too, end quote. And did Easton Stick think that Chris Jones meant he was going to take half of his ass? I don't know, He's, but it's like calling NFL HR at halftime. Like, I'm almost certain this is suspense worthy. Like, <laughs> there's no way this man is allowed to threaten me like this on the field. What if I was Matt Ryan? What then? Ooh. Well, 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 Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's been better enough to say something uh, that would el- elicit a, a uh, the, no. would get the ref to double tech and go, what did he just say? Yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's been doing this long enough and has been through enough that I a million percent think he would have said something like, should have got it in the first 16 games. And it would become like a thing. Um, and based on the way they responded to Jones saying one thing to another, I'm pretty sure someone would have just shot him, like just right there on the field. Because you can't have people saying mean things to Matt Ryan, guys. I don't know, football field. Let me, let me, let me. But seriously, though, congratulations to Chris Jones for managing to earn back the money that his representation cost him. Quote, I'm I'm going to keep chasing your ass until I get my half. Uh, just what a way to end the sentence on half. What does half mean? Uh, I mean, we all know what half means, but it's just, it's, the way he described the interaction with Ethan Stick, I thought was also just hel- hilarious and uh, obviously saved it here for the podcast as well. I'm going to get your ass too. I do think I do I do think it's something um um Grimsome commented kind of like Stick fell over for Jones just to get him off the field. I could see that. Like if you're playing chess, not checkers. Do it in the first like, quarter. Yeah. Yes. Just let him 
first play of the game, get him off the field. Because I'm half convinced that the only reason Spags left out like Charles Amenahu so long was to help him chase guys towards Chris Jones. Like, hey, Chuck, Chuck, come here. You okay helping Chris today? He's trying to get up, you know, 1.25 million. I got you, coach. And yeah. Because because he was gone too after that from what I saw. <laughs> so, so Seth, Seth alluded to it. Can I... Uh... Can I just get about 60, 90 seconds or so for my play of the game? Sure. So Seth alludes to the fact that Chris Jones was out there in a meaningless game while the other faces of the franchise were in sweats on the sideline. And the reason that he was out there is that Chris Jones's reworked contract that he agreed to after holding out for the entirety of offseason activities, the entirety of training camp, and the first game of the regular season, he signed a one-year incentive-laden reworked little deal uh, with his agents, the Katz brothers. Uh, so they hold out for all this time, and their reward is they get him a deal that if he hits incentives, if he hits crazy incentives he did not hit, he could have made more money. By hitting 10 sack incentives and his playing time incentives, he more or less breaks even on the deal he would have had if he would have, let's say, instead of playing in a meaningless Week 18 game, played in a meaningful Week 1 game, just for a random example. Right. So we've talked about that plenty, and I think by and large our feelings about how the Cats brothers handle that negotiation are pretty well known. And I kind of thought it was over. I kind of thought we had had the, our, the last of our interactions with the Cats brothers. But apparently, shout out to that Vince Carter meme, I got one more in me. <laughs> So yesterday, uh, professional fool Michael J. Katz, and I don't know him personally, but this was a foolish thing to do, and he seems to make money doing it, so I believe it makes him a professional fool. He tweets after Chris Jones gets the sack in the third quarter of this game. The third quarter of this game, he tweets with a dollar sign, one, comma, two, five, zero, comma, zero, zero, zero. Let's go at Stone Cold Jones, 10.5 sacks. Now, Seth with the assist of the year. Thank you, Seth, for the oop on this one sends that in our little group chat so i see it for the first time i see it i look at it i consider for a little bit do i want to touch this tweet or do i want to let it die in irrelevance because here's an important thing no one other than seth essentially had seen this tweet because no one follows michael katz so seth sends it to me when it's got like one repost and like three likes or whatever and i decide i'm just gonna go i, I was gonna take inventory of my memes folder i was gonna make sure i had a thoughtful swing if i swung at all i like the third the third meme in my memes folder President George W. Bush standing in front of a big mission accomplished sign. I look at that and I think, damn, that feels pretty on the nose. So go ahead and quote tweet Michael J. Katz at NFL Agent Katz on Twitter. I'd say it's where you can see his tweet, but more on that in a minute. <laughs> and I quote tweet it with that, which then begins an avalanche that I didn't expect, but that I do not, I do not denounce because it is my tweet, others going back and seeing the original tweet and giving Michael Katz something that I genuinely believe he desperately needed, which was maybe for the first time in ages, taste of reality. Oh, that's bitter, but it's where he deserves to be. And not only for all of the Chris Jones contractual stuff that this ruined, uh, not only will he now not in all likelihood have a long-term deal, um, we don't know if, if if it would have been as easy for Clark Hunt to write the check for 1.25 as it is for some other incentives because this deal is so weird because yes. it, was re it was restructured after a game had been played, a thing that flatly doesn't really happen unless you're down so bad and you need something that looks like a small victory, which the Chiefs obliged for. 
We are here in week 18 when, again, Chris Jones is playing football deep into the third quarter, surrounded by backups when, when uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are over on the sidelines and sweats. And Michael Katz decides this is time for an agent victory. Yes, my client got an incentive I said he'd get. Therefore, he breaks even. How good am I? And then after the internet had gotten to him for a while, eventually few special words appeared underneath the tweet from Michael Katz. This post has been deleted. The fact that he thought that was going to go over well, which I think is a point Seth and Kent both made. The fact that he thought this is something to celebrate and not something to be ashamed of. This generational superstar playing with backups because we told him it would be a good financial decision to follow our dumb advice. That's a time that I'm going to go ahead and do the Dwayne Bow thump to the nameplate. Cats Brothers! It was outrageously foolish. Beyond that, something that frustrates me on an even deeper level that I think maybe irks Seth actually the most. Chris Jones is not going to be a Mount Rushmore Kansas City Chief, and that's too damn bad because he deserves it. Yep. He's been the third, at worst, and I think correctly, the third most important player for a long time on this football team. For, for close to a decade. For close to a decade, for two Super Bowls, three appearances, and whatever happens next. He was more important than Tyron Matthew. He's more important than Nick Bolton. He's more important than Justin Reed, Trent McDuffie, Legereus Sneed. Frank great Clark. football players. Frank Clark, great football players. None of them as impactful as Chris Jones. And Chiefs fans will not remember him that way because they're going to remember how it ended. Instead of it ending with a, a contract that made him a Chief lifer. So they'll go finish his career somewhere else, hopefully with agents who will get him a real deal, even if that is somewhere else. So I'd hate for him to have to live this way for the rest of his NFL career. And even then, Chris Jones is not a national star. What's the one national advertising campaign you've seen Chris Jones in? Direct TV with Travis Kelsey. Yep. Travis Kelsey should get a cut of that as Chris Jones' agent in that moment. Chris Jones is funny. He is charismatic. He is an elite football player. And he is a regional star. And this offseason, that fan base turned against him because of his agents, who had him out there in Week 18 chasing Easton Stick for half a sack for $1.25 million so he could take a victory lap on Twitter. It's been malpractice at every turn, but man, I appreciate them putting the cherry on top because there can be no doubt whatsoever. Love um, it. Um, do you want me to give the specifics? Mm, I'd love it if you would. Now, um, if people... Oh, I mean, my my eyebrows are singed off, but all right, here we go. <laughs> that makes me so this, mad. This reminds... Like, so two-thirds... Two-thirds of the Only Weird Games group has, at one point or another, cooked Chris Jones's representation. And the other one is the report. And the other one's just a reporter who talks to me. Right. Right. Exactly. I don't have to talk to them. They don't want to talk to me. I don't want to talk to them. Yeah. I'm sure they're I'm sure they're perfectly affable, decent humans. But honestly, the lack of self-awareness, this is the equivalent of in my field. If there was a defense attorney who who convinced his client to go to trial and ended up getting a conviction and then because their client before sentencing did so much work on their end they got a slight break to where they didn't end up they ended up only a little bit worse than they would have been had they just settled and not spent all of their money and all that stuff 
that'd be that's the equivalent of that defense attorney coming up to me and be like, well, I had to show you what's up. I would say to that defense attorney, your client would have been better off without you. I've said that to defense attorneys. I've said on the record, well, your honor, it's just unfortunate that Mr. Smith uh, decided to spend thousands of his dollars to get the exact same deal that the state would have offered him regardless. I've said that to peacocking, to use the word of the day, to peacocking attorneys, representatives of people who don't look out for their client's best interest because the reason they hire you is because you are supposed to know better. You are the one that protects people from themselves in industries that they don't understand because people don't really understand the law. It's sports media stuff. I don't really understand media agency stuff. I don't really understand it. A lot of people don't. You're supposed to be the Drew Rosenhaus. The, hey, I got this. You just sit down and don't think about it. Who who previously were they working under, Seth? I believe they were working with Drew. Mm Mm-hmm. Again, I'm just I'm just the facts, the reporter, stack guy. Still not facts. And then, well, no, we're gonna we're gonna bring. What other big clients, Nate? What other big clients do they have in addition to Chris Jones? I'm not. I, you can you can Google it. Uh, okay, okay, I'll, I'll Nate, save you guys the trouble. That player, that player is 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 not comparable to to Chris Jones. Whichever player you would like to uh, put in that. Then, let me ask you bucket. a question that you will. Then let me ask you a question that I think you can answer in a non sports eyebrows way. Did they have Byron Pringle? Guys, the combine's in less than two months, and um, you know, um... what are you what are you worried about? That there's going to be a fourth string receiver for some other team that they're going to represent? I just uh... Uh, they might they might have Mike Florio say something mean about him. I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, it, look this this past this past off season was um quite chaotic uh i did my due diligence to be as uh, thorough as a reporter as i can if people want to remember um splice it however you want uh but obviously chris jones and the Cats brothers were approaching the chiefs for a deal uh that was 30 million per year the chiefs were probably in like the 24 range with like the ability to add incentives or for it to be structured in a way that was, you know, team friendly. Um, I wonder if Chris would have been okay with an incentive laden contract. I'm just a reporter. Um, Now, with that involved... Oh, the Cat Brothers are, you, they could have no base salary at every second center. They'd be like, look at my guy. Look now, now I, think, I think the hedgeable number was probably around 26.5. Sure. Um, And so, of course, I understand uh, you wanting 30 million. And I understand the team being like, but what about 24? And then of course you, you find a financial compromise for both parties so that the relationship can continue to thrive the way it has been for the past, at that point, seven years. Um, years. So with the understanding that I thought compromise was somewhere in the 26 to 27 range uh given that they offered him a deal that was um legitimate guaranteed money for this season and next season so that basically he could be a free agent at early 30s um which could still get a, a decent amount of pie if he did reach free agency at that point um Okay, let me go look this up. This, I mean, it's um, yeah, it's 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 not great. Talk for like twenty seconds, Josh, and I, I'm oh. going to get the numbers 
so I can fully present it uh, for everybody here. I'll do the best thing possible, which is make none of us have to talk for the next 30 seconds or so. So Tucker D. Franklin, the D stands for DraftKings. Can you tell us about what's going on over Uh, there in DraftKings Sportsball? Absolutely, I can tell you. This is what I live for, to tell you what's going on (laughs) at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, by the way. They're bringing you an offer that'll make the playoffs electrifying. That's in the copy. I did not ad-lib that. That is in the copy. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Looking at the the line now, Chiefs four point favorites on DraftKings Sportsbook with the over under set at forty four points. Here's what you got to do: you got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code KCSN. New customers can bet five bucks and get two hundred instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call eight eight eight. Oh wait. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please wear responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Just off a tick, Josh. Hopefully we can get back on uh, track uh, this this next week. Listen, you did a great job. You've been cold in the bullpen there for a while. You came out and threw some heat. I'll also go ahead and, and shout out uh, Brendan, who left the super chat earlier. said, wanted to say thanks for all the laughs and good content. Been a rough year, but I can always count on you all. So thanks from everyone that you help. That means a lot to all of us because the three of us have talked about messages like that that we've gotten over the years, and those are um, the, probably the most meaningful genre of those. So thank you, and I just feel like that's the energy I'm bringing into the last third or quarter of the show here is one that is grateful to be appreciated in that way. So thank you very much, Brendan. Nate, go ahead and uh, let's make me mad again. Okay. Uh, I'm going to just read for a little bit but provide context within that. Uh, first, let's go back to last year. Um, Chris Jones led the Chiefs in sacks and quarterback hits, uh, matching career highs of 15 and a half sacks and 29 quarterback hits. I need to stress this again. He played 916 snaps, 80% of the defense's total, and that was the most among all Chiefs defensive linemen. It was the most among all defensive tackles in the league last year. He chose to hold out, understanding this year could be his best opportunity to maximize his earning potential, which I believe is a fact. He will never have a better chance to earn legitimate financial security at this point in his career than obviously last offseason. Now, as I said before, the Chiefs offered Chris Jones a two-year, fully guaranteed extension worth $54.5 million, which is an average annual of $27.5. So again, as I said before, this was the logical, one could argue, conclusion to a financial compromise that both parties would feel good about but wouldn't feel great but also wouldn't feel like angry and distraught about either um chris jones and i need to make this point regardless of what you think about the cast brothers chris jones advised by the cat brothers declined that offer he believes he is a 30 million dollar player i have said that on numerous occasions throughout the course of the entire offseason and obviously the lead up to this season's home opener. Now, for the context of what actually happened, I should say the facts of what actually happened this season. Instead of 
having the $19.5 million base on the last year of his contract, which could have led to an extension, obviously, he agreed to a new deal where he could earn a maximum of $25 million in incentives. But again, to earn all 25, he would have to be Reggie White in his prime. Have to win defensive player of the year, and the Chiefs would have to win the Super Bowl. Correct. First um, team all pro and the Super Bowl. That was one of them too. Which is it, still which is still a possibility. Still could still could happen. First team all pro. I could see him getting that. And the Chiefs have to make it to the Super Bowl. Right. Um and now, four, it's an and. Yes, it's an and. You have both things have to occur. Uh here's another part of the story that I wrote uh in the athletic for today. Quote. By missing the Chiefs' mandatory minicamp, training camp, and their season opener, Jones lost a total of $3.931 million, so almost $4 million. Uh, one of his incentives, obviously, was to earn 10 sacks, which would give him 1.5. Now, based on my calculations of how the deal is structured, um, it's it's a, it's an interesting before I say the last part, this is this is where it gets really interesting from a representation standpoint for the Cass brothers or, you know, agents who are trying to uh, make themselves appear best. By achieving three of his six incentives, including playing at least 50% of calculations for this season earned $21.6 million for finishing 16 games with 10 and a half sacks and 29 quarterback hits, which again tied his career high from last year. He can still earn another million if he is a first-team All-Pro and the Chiefs reach the Super Bowl. Now, had there been no deal in place, it's just 19.5. With this new deal, and based on him playing a game of roulette yesterday and winning he earned 21.6 had so taken the chiefs offer before they played the Detroit lions. He would have made an average annual salary of 27.5 million, but he would not be a free agent. He is technically an unrestricted free agent. I don't believe the chiefs are going to franchise tag him uh, unless he again has a Reggie white performance in the postseason. But even then that creates uh, some, some salary cap binds for the team. Uh, for next season, uh, it's we are splitting so many hairs, but he could have made twenty-seven and a half. Uh, some of that would have been prorated, and there would have been a signing bonus and all that other stuff. But you get my point. Twenty-seven and a half. Instead, he gets twenty-one point six, at least for now, with another million potentially at his uh, at his you know at his chance to to collect. And uh, it is not the just standard nineteen point five that he was supposed to make had no deal uh, been made before the season began. Um, so technically he did earn more money, but technically he had to be out there when he had no right to be out there. So I don't need a question or if we're wrapped, we can move on to something else, but I, I think, I think you said it well. Um, I, I do think the thing that I, you mentioned that bothers me, um, he really has been, especially, but he lost, but he lost 4 million. Don't think about just, just don't, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't, don't think, think about that. Yeah. But the, like, the, that's the, what I'm ultimately getting at. The, yeah. Yeah. Three and a half, 3.9. Um, it's the, when you look, when you, when you minus 21.6 out of it, I mean, yeah. you look, 
I mean, hey, you, you run it as fast as you can to maybe stay in the same place, and that, and 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 never mind the enormous risk. I'm glad he stayed healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just, to me, all the risk was placed on him, and all the burden was placed on him. What exactly do you do? And and, and I'll just say as a representative. And I, I'm thinking about it in terms of an attorney. And I understand the two things aren't the same thing. But what is it that you do if your client is the one that has to do all the work and assumes all the risk? Like, what is it that you're taking on? Like, to me, it, it just, like, what 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 is it? It's the the office space. What is it exactly you'd say it is you do here? But be that as it may, the thing that frustrates me, especially if the Chiefs aren't going to tag him, and who knows, maybe he gets out into the into the world. All it takes is 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 two teams, especially yep. with yep. bidding more. Yep. But, but I mean they they've got sometimes it, sometimes it takes just one team because it removes all the other teams from said bidding. Right. And but I mean the problem is because he's gonna be thirty now in June, I wanna say. I mean, that's a really specific team. Like Hargrave, check out the deal that Hargrave got with the Niners. Uh-huh. The Hargrave, he's like 32, 33. But I mean, he was a monster in 2022. He turns 30 in July. And so so Jones turns 30 in July. But you look at like what Hargrave got, and, and Jones is a better player, a little bit younger than Hargrave was, but it wasn't close to 30. And it's just a frustrating thing. So we'll we'll see. Because I do think, you know, I, I think I think Chris seems to love his teammates. His teammates love him. I think he loves Andy Reid and Steve Spagnuolo and Joe Cullen. I think they yep. love him. So yep. there's a chance that he gets out of the market and no one sniffs 30. And and you circle back. The problem is it's hard to do a circle back. There's a reason why Orlando Brown Jr. eventually signed a $16 million a year deal elsewhere. He would never have signed that with the Chiefs because these are human beings and pride matters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it had, and, the, had, and, the Chiefs, and the Chiefs were already in motion uh, to... to right. Uh, find his replacement. They were now, honest to God, though. Like had 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 like they announced like, oh, the Chiefs, you know, extended Orlando Brown Jr. for sixteen mil a year. I'd have been like, oh, great, that that's good. I'll take that. Um, you know, but be that as it may, the the frustrating thing for me is, and 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 I hate to put a cap on it this soon, especially you know we're gonna have a lot of time to talk about this. It was basically a preseason game Sunday, so there's not a lot to talk about until Thursday. Yes. But it is that especially with what happened last year with low key with Mahomes hobbling around on one leg, the defense really dragging them through the divisional round and the AFC championship. Because that's, I mean, there's a reason why, you know, there's a reason why Patrick Mahomes, the one time I think he's quote tweeted me was when I praised the defense during the run last year, because they held two really good offenses to really low to like 20 points each. Correct. That's got them there. And Mahomes, he played well as well as he could, but they needed the defense. And Chris Jones in the AFC Championship game last year was... The best game of his career. Hands yeah, down. As, as good as it gets. Took over that game completely. And with that in mind, and with Tyreek Hill now being in Miami, and Jones being that integral a part in that second championship, and such an integral part in that fourth quarter comeback in the first Super Bowl championship, and as important as he's been, he deserves this... If you had to do a Mount Rushmore for this era of the Chiefs, which is the most successful era 
of the Kansas City Chiefs. And here's hoping they continue to build on the success. But these last five years, mm-hmm. most successful five years in franchise history, by far, it's not even close. If you were to pick a Mount Rushmore, it would be Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, and Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. All all homegrown uh, players as well, yeah. alongside homegrown the coach guys. who was alongside the coach who uh, was there for each uh, yep. pick and selection in the draft. And it's such a great story, and it's such a cool thing. And I hate seeing someone maybe potentially have their legacy messed with a little bit. And I understand this is a business ultimately, and I rarely romanticize about the game at this point. But like one of the reasons I get I, I push so hard for Jamal Charles going to the Hall of Fame is because I really think he deserves it. He just enough people don't quite realize it because his his luck was so bad. And that's why I'm so passionate about that. Players that I think really deserve something that I'm not sure they're gonna get. And that's where Chris Jones deserves to be talked about more than Tyreek Hill as a Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, Tyreek Hill, he, he'd be that fifth dude, right? I mean, like, he would be, he's right there and waiting. It's just Jones was so great. And that I think that's why we're so passionate about this conversation because this felt like it didn't have to be this way. Like, I, I'm just glad he stayed healthy on the field yesterday because can you imagine? Yes, I can. It's, it's called Bradley Chubb. Oh my goodness! Well, and there's also oh my goodness, that was so bad. It's called T- also, it's called T.J. Watt. Although that game was meaningful, yeah. Um, but there's an interesting subplot to this. The Chiefs, my understanding is that teams do have an option, even if people don't necessarily earn their incentives. They can to, cash it out. Yeah, yeah. Teams can do that. Yes. You notice the Chiefs didn't do that. Jones's contract, like I said earlier, it's, it's a little bit weird because Jones's contract was amended after the season had begun. I talked right. to talked to Matt Derrick about this a little bit yesterday. And it it there's a chance that it would have been more complex for Jones's deal, but I also do wonder if Clark Hunt couldn't have found a way to go ahead and write 1.25 million down on a piece of paper and then never think about that money again instead of having one of the most important stars of his franchise's history. But I history, think history. But I think running happens. I think that's what happens when you get to this point Correct. in a negotiation. It's like, look, man, we, you, we'd love you, to help you out, but you're not doing us any favors business-wise. We're not doing you any favors business-wise. You want to go get it? Go get it, man. Yeah, they they the way Chris sort of uh, presented it after the game in the locker room was that um, the organization basically put it to him. What do yeah. you want to do? Do you want to play? Um, you know, I guess we, you know, if like, Again, I don't know if this – I cannot say for certain the conversation happened this way, but I'm just trying to give uh, an impression, right? So um, if it goes to Andy Reid and Andy Reid brings in, you know, uh, Brett Veach or Mike Berganzi, uh, the assistant general manager, hey, does this get to Clark? Do we want to approach it to Clark to say, hey, he needs half a sack. Do you want to do him a solid? Um, how do you think that conversation going to go? So, Could have gotten half a sack in week one. Yeah, I mean, and and I think to that point, um, Andy Reid. I, I I don't know. I know we're getting close to the end of the show, Josh. Uh, so I might. Do you want me to do it now? I don't know if you want to do the usual intro out. Uh, yeah. Well, so we will do a ton of Dolphins on Thursday. Yep. Um, obviously, this is a rematch. It's the Tyree Kill Revenge game. Shout out to McCall Hardman playing one hundred percent of the snaps. I'll just plant a little yes. seed there. Something we'll talk about in a bit. Shout out McCole Hardman for sure. Could be low-key a really important development for the playoffs. Could be nothing. 
could be absolutely nothing, but it's not like McCall Hartman hasn't done things that have really helped them win games in the playoffs before. Right. I just want to mention his name because I think he'd be my bet for the thing from Chiefs Chargers that has the best chance to be relevant in Chiefs Dolphins. You are and you're correct. both nodding, so I feel great. At yes, this. you are. You are definitely correct. Um, so yeah, then then uh, Seth will keep writing at some point. I don't know. He's got the the little uh, work around some of the younger guys who who debuted or got significant work. You can check that out in the newsletter right now, mnchiefsfan.substack.com. And Nate, you can uh, read, of course, just always on theathletic.com. Plus, uh, I'm on I'm on like all the socials now. I'm I'm some of those other Twitter likes uh, at JB Briscoe. I've started. I've I got codes for you guys. If you guys want the codes, it's up to you. Give Tucker a code. Um, but you know, threads and blue sky and all of that. I don't want to be there, but just as the world is becoming more and more fragile over on the usual site, uh, we'll we'll branch out as necessary. But we don't ever plug our socials. I'm at JB Briscoe. Seth is at Real MN Chiefs fan, and Nate is at By Nate Taylor, which I'm literally not sure if I've said since we started on KCSN, and that was the beginning of the season. <laughs> anyway, that's okay. All right. Um. The last thing we will discuss. Oh, and also check out KC Sports tonight on KC TV five weeknights. Oh yeah, at six thirty, and then weekends at the six at the ten thirty five p.m. Sorry, Tucker, you thought I forgot. I didn't. I was just making sure you were ready. Boom. It features uh, KCSN's uh, best and brightest, and occasionally um, also Kent. Uh, I want to. This is right. I want to thanks. I want to thank Cal Coffee, uh, who says, uh, "quote These need to be much longer." Um, Don't we, tell Tucker. We appreciate that. We cannot do that because Tucker. Uh, Tucker Tucker has a life to live, and and we are not Pat McAfee. Okay, do you do you see <laughs> eight people on this? By the way, Pat McAfee's show has gotten to be like CNN, and I love it. Give me nine nine person panel, blow it out. Can you imagine? He's on TV all day today. Can I? Hey, can I? Um, can I give you guys? A, I want you to still end the show. Nick. Yeah, of course. Can I give yeah. you my one to end on for today. Sure. Uh, quick R.I.P. It's sad um, to honor the life, but I, I want to do that here. So rest in peace to irony. Um, it's dead. Aaron Rodgers killed it today. Um, yeah. As uh, Zach Rosenblatt of The Athletic tweeted, uh, Aaron Rodgers on the Jets learning from this season, quote, anything in this building that we're doing that has nothing to do with winning needs to be assessed. Um, Everything that we do has to have a purpose. Believable. The bullshit that has nothing to do with winning has to get out of the building. He would not oh comment God. on the Jimmy Kimmel accusations. He said the tune into McAfee to see the <laughs> next phase of that. Nothing I just said was a joke <laughs> at all. Oh my God. We all we he sabotaged us We all outlived irony. Good work. <laughs> to be fair, the franchise sabotaged him because he <laughs> that god awful turn. Okay, now you get in the show, Nate. Okay, woo! I literally fell out my chair. Okay, so Seth, Seth, get low, man. Come on, get low. Seth. What, what we what we learned today, kids? What we learned? Well, what we learned yesterday. What we learned yesterday. Mm-hmm. This is why Andy Reid is a player's coach. Yesterday is a prime example of why Andy Reid is beloved and why he is a player's coach. He will continue to have that descriptor next to his name alongside offensive innovator and future Hall of Fame head coach. Um, Andy Reid's ability to um, handle both the Chris Jones situation and the and the Travis Kelsey situation and trying to 
get young guys playing time, but also trying to get some guys prepared for the postseason. Um, this is why he's really good at his job, and he's been doing it for 25 years. He somehow found a way to take a potential divisive situation and create some harmony because he gave Chris Jones the opportunity to earn as much money as he could for the regular season when some coaches would have said no. Some coaches, I don't want to name them, but some coaches would have said, hell no, you are sitting, you are too important to the team and to obviously the future of their postseason run. Um, But he gives players some say, which is so, which is such a contrast from the militaristic do what I do, do what I say sort of chain of command nonsense that kind of dominates the NFL, honestly. I mean, Jameis Winston went rogue (laughs) because why? I mean, I just want to give my boy a touchdown. Why is it such a big... Are we going to the playoffs? Are they going to the playoffs? Oh, yes, coach. My boy needs a tutty. He needs a tutty. I had to give him a tutty. But anyway... Andy Reid, this is where he has moments of true masterclass um, because it won't be, he will not be the reason that his partnership with Chris Jones deteriorates. This is why former players tend to love Andy Reid because he demonstrates more humanistic characteristics than some football coaches um, when they play a silly sport where the ball isn't round and I just want to give my friend a tutty. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.